Hi, I'm Dan. Welcome to the Systematic Speaking Podcast. In this episode, I tell you about the tale of two speakers. In addition to public speaking, I love art and design. I studied illustration at university. I was there for three years and learned a ton of great stuff. One of the great things that we had was that every Thursday we'd have someone come in from the industry and talk to us. The course was small. We only had maybe 60 students across three year levels. So it was a nice intimate feeling. We had one big room. It was almost like a barn and people would sit down and do their work there. And on Thursdays, we'd all gather together and have someone address us. And it really ran the gamut. We'd have people who were in fine art, we'd have people who were graphic designers, people who were book illustrators, people who worked in publishing. We even had someone from automotive design. In addition to this, there were past students, there were teachers from other universities. It was a wide, wide range. Some of the speakers were excellent, some of them were quite poor. So I want to tell you about two that really stood out to me. The first, on paper, was someone that everyone was excited to see. I'm not going to tell you his name just because of how the speech went, but it was a big name Australian book illustrator, someone who has sold, I think now millions of copies of books all around the world, illustrating books for children. And these books, most of them have the same character all the way through. And this character is quite simple to draw and has been, I think, even adapted into a TV show. So in terms of someone to emulate, when we heard this guy was coming in, a lot of people were excited because that was the kind of career that many of us wanted to pursue. And the talk was garbage, absolute garbage. In his defense, this guy is a good speaker. He has style. He knows how to entertain a crowd. He had great pitch and rhythm and all that good stuff with his vocal variety. He knew how to hold the space. He was very calm and confident in who he was. The problem was the content. The problem was the content. And I couldn't believe that. Here was someone who had all the experience in the world and a group of eager students ready to learn However, the bulk of what he spoke about was a rehashing of his own career, career highlights, and then 20 minutes showing us step-by-step how to draw his most famous character. Now, okay, that, that may work. That definitely works for some audiences. However, he's showing us how to draw a very simple character, step-by-step, in incredibly patronizing language to a group of illustration students who draw every single day. And it just felt like it was off the mark. But worse than that, I had the feeling, and after speaking to several classmates afterwards, several of us had the feeling that it was a speech that he had given many times before. It was well-rehearsed and well-practiced. And on the surface, that's not a bad thing. I've spoken before at length about why it's good to memorize your speech, to absolutely know your material, to have it locked down. But that's part one of a process. 
That's enough to make sure that when you stand up and speak, you aren't scratching your head, searching for words, getting lost and panicking. So it's to fight the panic. Learn your material, that's good. But what do you do with it then? The purpose of learning your material is to be present in the room with the audience. If you know your material, then you can adapt it on the fly to the people you're speaking to. I know that this particular illustrator spends a lot of time giving talks at companies and at schools. Now, the talk he gave would be excellent for a group of primary or high school students because it's light, there's not a whole lot of technical information in there and primary school kids would love to know how to draw this particular character because they're the ones who are consuming the material, they're the ones who are reading these books. So. A speech that felt like a cookie cutter, well, it was a cookie cutter speech, it was just the same mould for all these different audiences. And a lot of us left with bad taste in our mouth because we felt that we had A, been talked down to, that the speech was patronising in tone, and B, that it didn't help us. We were in a position where we wanted to know more about how he broke into the industry. It would have been great to learn more about how to work with publishers, how he plans his books, how far in advance he works, what his workflow looks like, all the technical things that as someone who is in that space and in that industry would like to know from someone who is at the very top of it. And we got none of that, which was really disappointing. So at the end, we can say that we met this individual, but we got nothing of value. And that's the takeaway. Give value to your audience. So, that was speaker one. Let's have a look at speaker number two. Speaker two, I would tell you the name of if I could remember. I may have it tucked away in a notebook somewhere, but unfortunately I just couldn't find it. Speaker two did not come to us with a reputation. Honestly, I don't know how the lecturers found him or how he managed to be there on the day. He was talking about 3D printing. And from the start, he struck me as a slightly awkward and perhaps eccentric character. Now, he was speaking one week after the famous illustrator. So, Part of the reason that I linked these two together in my head is because they were back to back. And because I'd had a bad experience the week before, I came into this one not expecting very much. First thing I saw when I walked in was a portable 3D printer and a big PowerPoint and I could see there were a lot of slides in it. So I wasn't excited at the start. Now, unlike the famous illustrator, this guy's manner and tone could do with some polish. He had a number of filler words that he used. He, you could see the gears turning sometimes when he was looking for answers. And he was a little erratic with his movements on the stage area. But the speech was great. The speech was fantastic. It was one of the best I heard while I was at university. And the reason it was great was because it was geared perfectly to the audience. He asked us in advance, like how much we knew about 3D printing. 
we put up our hands, we had a little bit of a discussion, and from that he gauged the level that we were at. And it turned out that most of us knew absolutely nothing about 3D printing. And from that, with his massive PowerPoint, he walked us through what 3D printing is, all the different areas it's going to affect, and how it can be used by different industries. Took us through different types of materials that can be used, and brought it back to ways that we could use it as illustrators. Now, first of all, there was so much more information in there than I could have imagined. So it was a genuinely informative speech. Most of us in that room probably aren't going to use a whole lot of 3D printing. Most of us work 2D. There are some people there, including myself, who are a little more interested in three-dimensional stuff, but I think for most people, it was something that was just good to know even if they don't end up using it. But even though a lot of what he was talking about were applications with manufacturing and food and medicine, we could understand how it related to what we were doing. So he broke, his speech was broken down into good sections. So we understood, okay, we are being given an overview. So now that we've got that, we can look at materials and he could explain the different types of machines and how they were used in their various applications. Now I should say all the while that he's giving the speech, he started by taking a quick scan of one of the lecturers and his portable 3D printer was working in the background. At the end of the speech, that model was finished and he could show us what the actual product looked like and he could hand it around and we could hold it. And that was a great way of taking something that's theoretical and new and that we had zero experience with and turning it into something physical and tangible. And that was just an amazing little twist. So like I said, he was a little bit gruff. He was rough around the edges. Picture someone who works in IT and isn't necessarily a people person. But what absolutely made the speech was his level of passion. He deeply, deeply cares about 3D printing. He loves this technology. And that was palpable. And not just that. Like, he, he loved public... Um, not public speaking. He loved 3D printing. But he loved educating people about it. And he cared that we understood what he was saying. So he would stop frequently and ask us questions and see that we understood what he was trying to get across. And that felt great. That felt really, really good. Here was someone who was actively trying to teach us and wanting to give value. So that was speaker two. So side by side, we had two people. One on paper should have been amazing, had all the knowledge, had all the style to be able to carry off a speech, but delivered absolutely nothing of substance compared to someone else who did not have the style needed to be a great speaker, or at least it isn't or wasn't developed yet, but who had a ton of information and genuinely cared. And I can tell you that all the people in the room, everyone who saw both speeches was full of praise for the guy telling us about 3D printing and full of derision for someone that we had previously held in high regard. So as a takeaway, Always, always, always give value to your audience. 
It doesn't matter what reputation you're coming in with. You can squander a great reputation by making a speech all about you. A speech is not about you. It's never about you. It's about the audience and what you can give them. If they leave feeling that they've been given a ton of value and that they've been heard, they've been seen, and that you're doing everything you can to meet them at their level and give them something that is going to be immediately practical, they will love you for it. This is something I talk about a lot and something I will continue to talk about a lot. Give value to your audience. This is one of the clearest examples from my own experience that I can give to you. So I hope that's been useful. Let me know if you have any questions about public speaking or if you have any examples of your own. If you do, you can reach me by email at daniel at systematicspeaking.com. Until next time, bye.